Where's the music? Oh, shit, the music. Well, Laura's got it all ready on her phone because <laughs> she knew I was in a hurry, so... Uh, Hold on, you're going to hear some... Uh, I think I'll get my phone. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. It's I guess playing. the... Hold on, let me take out my headphones. Maybe it'll... Hello? Hello. Hello. Did you hear it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> oh, oh, that's can better. We, can we put in one from previous oh, episode? I'm starting to think we might have to. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's raw. It's it's real. Yes. <laughs> no True podcasting. <laughs> podcasting in a hurry. Getting it all going. Right. Death on the Nile. Death on the Nile. Uh, this is my Michael. choice. Yeah. Can you tell um, us why? Uh, yes. Well, any listeners to previous podcasts will hear the very moment that I decided I wanted to uh, to watch this film, which was that you mentioned it recently, Laura. <laughs> uh, I think when we were recording the uh, the Gaslight podcast, mm. yep, uh, and it was in the context of like films you'd seen with famous. Oh well, in fact, it was Angela films with Lansbury. with Angela Lansbury. Oh yeah, um, and you said she was brilliant in this, and then you mentioned that it had Maggie Smith. And Betty, Betty Davis, Davis mm. and whoever the hell else. Absolutely all-star, brilliant stuff. Um, and I thought, do you know what? That sounds brilliant. I must watch it. And so I did. What did you all think? Well. Just like reading well, well, good. a book of Agatha Christie. It was very interesting. Did you? What one? Ah. Uh, well, I've only read the... Man in a brown suit, or gentleman in the brown okay. suit, or something about brown suits. Um, oh, and you're saying the film was just like reading one? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I've yeah. also just gotten big into Agatha Christie. I've read five of them. Oh my god! Very wow. recently. Mm. I haven't read any. Maybe I should start. Oh, you should. You should start with the Murder of Roger Ackroyd. It's her. It's her best work. Noted. I, I've never read a single one, and this was the only the second one that I've seen a film of, the first being Murder on the Orient Express. Oh. And this was a lot better for me. This was this was great. Oh, excellent. I loved this film. Oh, what did fantastic. you think, Laura? I also loved it. I think it's a great film. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not, so much going on. The first time I watched so I as you said, I watched it a couple of months ago, and I thought it was amazing then. This time around, I still think it's an amazing film, but a little... Not quite as good a murder mystery this time around. But that, to be fair, that okay. makes sense because I knew who did it. <laughs> yes. Okay. I did not know who did it, which was uh, which was one thing. Um, Claire, what did you think? I thought it was good. Um, yeah, I didn't think it was amazing. But yeah, it was, it was oh, not an amazing. entertaining way to spend a couple hours. Yeah. And Fernando? Yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was a good film. Um, I'm glad we picked this film. Um, I might read the book. Wonderful. Okay. Oh, could you could you read the book now that you know the solution? Would it still oh, be interesting? true. I should have I should have only seen Harry Potter, and then that way I did not would not have had to read them. Um, mm, <laughs> mm, yeah, I will still read the book um, okay. because I did like the film. Fair enough. And there was a whole web of connections and things, I'm sure, 
I I will have missed some some critical points. I was trying to make a, a note of all of the different the reasons everybody was uh, was aligned in some particular way, uh, and it was oh brilliant stuff. <laughs> Who did anyone guess what was going to happen? No, I have I have the record of my texts to Liz because Liz is a huge. Uh, Poirot fan, a huge Agatha Christie fan. So I just sent her a text saying, uh, I'm just sitting down to watch Death on the Nile. We'll see how good this <laughs> I is. I saw this on Twitter. Really? <laughs> she posted a screenshot of your text to her, and her oh. not having your number and being like, who yes. is this? And you messaged it back saying, who indeed? A mystery worthy of Poirot. <laughs> she, uh, she was a very good sport about that. I thought she might, might give... There was, there was something good about her giving me the expert, like... Talking about how much she loved this film yeah. and how how she thinks it's an all star cast and great stuff before telling me that she doesn't know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite good. Um, yeah. But I I sent her a text after the death had occurred, um, mm-hmm. saying who I thought, you know, giving my my suspicions, and I said that the prime suspect mm-hmm. was Jim. Who's Jim? Who's Jim? Jim was, uh, I'm trying to remember now, Jim was the communist. Oh. Um, who was talking coming? about how uh, the rich people ought to be shot oh, and all of that. Oh, yes. Yeah, and that, obviously they all had some reason for, for killing her, but it, it seemed to me that uh, Jim had had an opportunity to go in and do it. Now, mm. little did I know that Poirot was going to go through every single person on the entire boat and give a, cred- a credible explanation for how they could have killed her. And ev- each time there was another one, I was like, oh, so there's three suspects, but I bet it's someone we didn't think. Oh, so there's five suspects. <laughs> Until it was like, well, it's everybody on the boat. It can't be the one person who... Because surely it's going to be the one person we would have least suspected. But he's mm. talked about everyone, and it was still somebody that he that I never would have suspected. Oh, um, really? I, I was absolutely blown away by the conclusion. I thought it was perfect. So, I, yeah, I said it might have been Jim because um, he he seemed to to have a way of of achieving it. I think he like carried someone that I can't remember now, but it, it seemed okay. Or I thought maybe Jackie, um, who had shot. Um, let me get my names right. Jackie, of course, was got drunk and shot Simon in the leg. Oh yeah. I mm. thought she had maybe shot him through the leg, and the bullet had gone through and oh. through the wall and hit <laughs> um, and hit Lynette. Um, so shot her through the wall by accident, or that maybe Lynette had committed suicide. And I thought the key clue mm. was that um, only one gunshot was heard. And I thought a, a gun should be heard from the whole of the boat, and we only ever heard one shot. That's going to be the mm. key piece of information. Um, but no, not the case at all. And I think that was why they made a point of how small the gun was, that it wouldn't actually have been that loud. Yeah. Um so yeah, brilliant stuff. Couldn't couldn't believe it. I was miles off. Um, yeah, my my three suspicions: Jim, Jackie by accident, or suicide. None of those. 
what what did you think fernando did you have a, a guess at who'd done it um yes the person that was working for her um no, i thought yes. that maybe she was just too angry that she was not allowed to marry someone that she loved that she killed her yeah louise the yes. the french maid mm-hmm. yeah wow uh yeah she had had that motive didn't she she had the the reason to do it they all did that was a strong they all did yeah it it seemed legitimate somehow Mm. um oh well so that was your guess uh claire what did you think did you have a guess i had multiple guesses okay um i i thought some of them seemed more ridiculous than others yeah. Um, so I was sort of dismissing any that involves someone dashing around to do something before they, like, while they were supposed to be somewhere else. Yeah. Um, I thought all oh, they they all seemed kind of silly mm. and kind of not very satisfying. Mm. So when it turned out that was what he'd done, was sort of dash around. Oh. I found that quite disappointing. Oh, oh no. I felt that oh, I was the opposite, I think. Um, oh, that's really sad. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded really disappointed when I told you that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's nice to uh, nice to nice to share the joy with someone, but now it's not for everyone, I guess. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was great. It's stories like that are always good. Um, yeah, I just, I didn't feel like I had a chance. Do you think, mm. oh, I've, on my second watch, having known who's done it and re-watching it, I've been like, of course, they all the clues were there. So I feel like the, the, the thing that should have given it away, if anything was gone to, was the red ink. Hmm. Um, mm. But you yeah. thought it, there wasn't enough there to for us to have worked it out. Yeah, at the time, I so because there was also um, like the J and stuff like that on the wall. Mm. I wasn't sure if that's what the red ink was getting at, so I'd sort of not put two and two together with that mm. being related to his broken his well his shot leg. Um, okay. Yeah. Were there? What were the other clues that that were giveaways? So I think the main thing was that everybody, apart from Jackie and Simon, and like we saw their motives and we saw a reenactment of it. So that should highlight your suspicion: the fact that it's you know classic Christie, where she she gives you the most obvious suspect and then mm-hmm. writes them off completely, so you don't think about them again. Yeah. yeah so okay. The fact that everyone, every other suspect, had a reenactment of them killing her. And then the other thing was um, Poirot saying at one point, now why would the we- weapon be missing if it, this was a frame-up? Well, it wouldn't, would it? So it isn't a frame-up. Okay. Okay, and the second thing being, which they pointed out, was the maid, the fact that she did see the assassin but wouldn't say in front of Simon. So we should flag, it must have been Simon. Because why would she say that? 
So, so I guess they're not really, I, I mean, I guess you couldn't particularly work out the way it was done because you're not given that information about anything. But there's structural things along the way that are pointing to Simon so and maybe I Jackie thought, a bit. I thought the maid was being weird in the room with Simon because mm-hmm. she was having an affair with him and that ah. maybe they'd mm-hmm. conspired to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's why she was being like, oh, well, even if I did know, you know, I... Oh, yes. Maybe, maybe I could have, I could know, but I don't mm. know. And yeah. and it was you were half right then, weren't you? Because she was sort of in on it accidentally. Yeah. Yeah, but still. Oh, Didn't. great stuff! So did did you guess it then, Laura? How, how close were you first time watching first it? Time if you can not remember. at all. I, as we've discussed, I never see the twist coming. And I will go along with what the film's telling me. So as soon as they're like, it could have been Jim, it could have been Salome Otter, I'm like, oh, yes, well, it must have been them then. (laughs) I figured it out. (laughs) I'm picking up on these clues. (laughs) Literally every single suspect, I never write anyone off. Oh, well, that's that's fair, I guess. (laughs) But it's great because it makes it very enjoyable when it's revealed because I really am with it about like, Oh my god, of course. <laughs> I didn't see it coming at all. And I yeah. definitely didn't see this one coming, but mm. uh there were at least some of the suspects I thought no it can't have been them. <laughs> um there were I think two suspects that we didn't really get uh that we didn't really yes. see. Mm. And one of those was the uh the boat operator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um who they just we didn't see much of him. Um, I think it would have been quite um, quite unsatisfying if it had been him because they mm. didn't really do much with him. Um, but the other person was uh, Colonel Race. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think we had a bit where he was a suspect, right? Mm-hmm. No, and that did bother me that like, the trust immediately went to the rich white guys. That's a bit of a that's what I've noticed from reading the novels, which is that you should never suspect the policeman or anyone in a sort of like figure of authority. They're always okay. just dependable doing their jobs. Don't don't even okay. bother suspecting them because it won't have been the police or oh, so it's you know, just the, the private citizens who are out to gain something. Yeah, I think that's yeah, I mean I've okay. only read five of them and obviously there's like a million, so I don't know. Maybe yeah. there is one where Ah, that's oh. how she gets you. <laughs> True. There's there's something about the constructed, uh, almost the backdrop that they set, right? Um, stuff like that. <laughs> you could see it. I wrote this down as they were getting onto the boat. It's like, right, sealed unit. Yeah. Everything happens on this boat. <laughs> One of these guys is going mm. to be the murderer. And I, I guess you sort of need that. Um, the, the solution was never going to be, uh, you know, it was a sniper on the cliff. <laughs> Nearby, <laughs> uh, it, one of just those little boys with their bombs out. <laughs> one, yeah, exactly. Um, that wouldn't be satisfying. You, you need to have this sort of contract with the reader mm. that it's going to be one of these. And I, I wonder if that's a part of it that the it's never going to be Poirot because he's the detective, mm-hmm. and it's never going to be like the Poirot's friends or the police because they're they're a part of that backdrop that needs mm. to be there in order for her to, to set her puzzle, um, like telling you the rules of a Sudoku, it's fun because you know you have to put the one that, you know, you can't have more than two of the same number in a in a box, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, 
I guess that's part of it. And so maybe that's maybe that's part of her thing and it's not just those five novels, it's all of them. I think she does really work. She finds a way to make the twist different every time, though. It's not that's always good. just the person you suspect the most who's written off. It's always like there's different... You know, you have like low suspicion, medium suspicion, high suspicion, and it's going to be... You just never know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I guess, with Murder on the Orient Express. I mean, the first time I saw that, I had no clue that it was going to be... Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoilers for Murder on the Orient Express. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, so I, what, what version of Murder on the Orient Express did you see? I saw the Kenneth Branagh one. Yeah, yeah me, too. me too. I really hated that film. I thought it was rubbish. What did you think? I didn't mind it. I, yeah, it was all right. I think that was my first ever watching an adaptation of Poirot or being introduced to Poirot. Yeah. Me it's not too. the best, is it? No, very poor. I thought mm. he, yeah, really, really, it really lost what it should have had. And but yeah, I was quite disappointed by that that resolution. Maybe that would have been amazing. Would have blown my mind if I'd read, you know, twenty of these before. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, wasn't too mm. impressed. Has anyone seen the TV show? No. no. Is it David Suchet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. the Poirot TV show. Yeah. yeah. I used to love it. Oh, isn't kid. it the oh, best? Great. I love yeah, it so, so much. Good. Yeah. Everyone says he was the best Poirot. I agree. Ex- except Liz, who says mm-hmm. that this was the best Poirot. My mum says that Peter Ustinov is the best Poirot. Yeah. And so does um my friend AJ's mum, I think. Oh, was it him? Uh-huh. I don't, can't remember. Someone else's mum. Seems to be a thing among... Ladies of a certain age and okay. ladies. <laughs> <laughs> is, is it you you like the Poirot you grew up with? Oh, maybe. Something I mean, like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like this Poirot. I do like him. He's mm. David Sushi's just a different he's very gentle and eccentric. Mm. I like that how everything's got to be really precise with David Sushi. Mm. He's got he's a little bit obsessive. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, this Poirot, I want to read the book now because I don't think in the books that Poirot would ever admit to being wrong. Mm. You know how in this one he was like, oh, I was so foolish to write off Jackie and Simon. That's very out of character for Poirot. Oh, interesting. He's basically omniscient. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Ah. But the books are never from his perspective, so you never see it coming anyway. Oh, are they not? No. Oh, whose perspective is the book from? It changes completely. The first one I read, it was entirely just a random guy, and then the other ones, they sort of switch between the characters. Yeah. Oh, is there any chance that this one was Colonel Race? Oh, could That's be. That's who I would have narrated if I could. That would mm. kind of work, wouldn't it? And that mm. would explain why the, the spotlight was never shifted onto him. Yeah. Other than the fact that, you know, he's... He fits a certain <laughs> certain <laughs> set of criteria. Uh, yeah, it's just naturally trustworthy, isn't he? Yeah, look at that moustache. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a captain's hat on. He couldn't uh, couldn't possibly have done it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ah. Oh. Yeah. So I just I I loved it. Loved every second. Oh, of I'm it. really glad. It wasn't Angela Lansbury, just wonderful, as she always. She was great. Um, yeah, so Angela Lansbury, who <laughs> I wasn't quite expecting it. Um, she was, what was her name? Salome Ottoman? Mm-hmm. S- yes, the um, 
<laughs> the steamy novelist. Yes, and yeah. steaming novelist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done. Oh, my watch is talking to me. Um, yeah, a, a good performance by her. And yeah, again, showing showing her range. Um, <laughs> She's so versatile. <laughs> she can play a, an 18-year-old cockney maid who uh, loves sleeping around. Or she can play a, a magical witch who tries to win the Second World War. Uh, or she or can play a, a novelist. Who's also trying to sleep around. Yes, that as well. <laughs> or a sleeper agent. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Joe, this is Not probably her... <laughs> you travel around her... on a big bed in bed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, she is typecast. <laughs> <laughs> the teapot might be a stretch. Yeah, well, she's got really a child. Working. That's true. It's she's implied. got a child. And there are loads of teacups normally in a tea set. Mm. So presumably, Chip's just one of many. Yeah. Yeah, that's As that's we saw true. when she's like, off with your brothers and sisters now. When she's yeah, like, what now? That was quite good. <laughs> Thank you. In Beauty and the Beast, she's like, off to the cupboard with you now, Chip. Oh, wait, yeah, I, just, I just wanted to hear you do it. Oh, right, thanks. <laughs> so good. Anyway, yes, brilliant. Um, I thought the other shining star of this, no surprise, was Maggie Smith. <laughs> yeah, she was brilliant. Yeah, let's hear it for Maggie Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she just did not give to Fox, did she? No, she stole every scene she was in for me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it was quite quite something, the sort of uh, masculinity they gave her. That was odd, wasn't it? I wonder what that. I wonder what the costume design means. Yeah, uh, maybe it was just meant to mean that she was like very straight laced, no nonsense, business like. Mm. Um, maybe it was supposed to make her more suspicious, and it was coding. Oh, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> that damn more code or whatever it was called. Hayes code. Hayes code. That mm. was it. <laughs> Um, anyway, she played it magnificently, as always. Mm. Um, this is her youngest role that I've seen her in. Um, mm. I think I, I think she might have been younger in the prime of Miss Jean Brody, which mm. I've seen her in. I think so too. Mm. You're also knowledgeable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not as knowledgeable as you, Fernando. <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> you know everything. <laughs> I can't count the amount of times you've come out with an obscure poem or quote mm. from Oscar Wilde that I've never heard. Yeah. But I oh, maybe just makes them up. from The Picture of Daring Grey, which is just one book. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Well. Maybe you have uh, a, a sort of a deep and focused knowledge. That's good as well. <laughs> <laughs> Angela no good in a pub quiz. Yeah, and that's what I Oh yes, yeah, she was dressed spectacularly as well. Mm. I love that sort of nineteen twenties kind of weirdly modern looking thing that you see in in some of these films. It's it's great. Mm. Ah, lovely. How many of these actors? were in other films we've seen 
Oh, that's a good question. As a club. Hmm. I can count at least three. I think I can only count three. Yeah, so talk us through them. The ladies. <laughs> the ladies club. Maggie Smith, <laughs> Betty Davis, Angela Lansbury. Yeah, when did we see Maggie Smith before? Oh, wait, we might not have seen Maggie Smith. Is this our first Maggie Smith film? No. No That way. can't be right. I can't Flash think of any. Oh, it might be. Yeah, you might be right. Who's the third, then, that you were thinking of? Uh, the one I was thinking of. Anyone else tell me? No. no. Um, Uncle Andrew. Uncle with, Andrew. With his gun. Yes. He was, I think he was Tex. Oh, he was. Oh, in Charade. Oh, well done. No, he wasn't. Yeah, oh. surely. <laughs> no, nah, he wasn't Tex. He played Herman Scobie. But not Tex. In Charade? Yeah. Yeah, I oh. think that was Tex. That wasn't his real name. It was a nickname, wasn't no, it? No, there was James Coburn played Tex. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's weird. So so he was in Charade. <laughs> I guess I must have just forgotten who Tex was. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, no, that's right now. I'm remembering Tex now. Oh, well done. <laughs> anyway, we definitely saw him in something. Uh, so that's three. What so a cast, between though. us, we, yeah. we knew something there, didn't we? Yeah, <laughs> we got one each. <laughs> um, and I think I've never seen a film with Mia Farrow before. Oh. Um, who I think is very famous, but I wouldn't have known which one she was, except that I looked it up. Um, yeah. I've only seen her. She was the voice of the unicorn in The Last Unicorn. Amazing. She's That's great. That. Yeah, we watched it together. Oh, yeah. Oh, there you go. Rosemary's Baby. Oh, yeah. right. Mm. Um, and was married to, well, not married. She dated Woody Allen for a long time. Yeah, I remember It was her, do- sure. her adoptive daughter that he then went oh, on for. yeah. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> and, of course, there was uh, Simon McCorkindale, <laughs> one that I spotted <laughs> quite clearly in the credits <laughs> like that. that is a classy name <laughs> corking yeah, absolutely uh, yeah so what did you uh, think of Simon did you find him dreamy he was a little dreamy wasn't he I think I, I quite disliked him just because he'd mm. broken up with yeah. uh, with Jackie even though apparently he hadn't mm. um, what did you think of him Claire I didn't like him. I thought he was a bad one. Mm. He was a bad egg, wasn't he? Yeah. Seems like it. Did you like him, Fernando? Well, I liked him at first, but then I'm not sure why maybe it was, but you mentioned that he broke up with Jacqueline, uh, that I stopped liking him. Liking him, yes. Mm. Yeah. This is interesting. I I took it that um, he did actually break her heart and break up with her, but then at some point along the way, they realised they were still in love and got back together. But do you think they had oh. this plan from the beginning where they were going he was going to marry her, take her money, and then? That was my impression. Yeah, oh, I thought right. it was all to to get the money and and set things up in a way that he couldn't possibly be uh, accountable. Interesting. Yeah, but I took maybe it that I they, misinterpreted they, that. Yeah. I, I took it that, to, remember when, in the end, when Jackie's like, um, what did she say? Oh, I I had to get involved because I knew he, that he would do some stupid thing, like, you know, put a snake in a room or something. 
that that was her that he would have oh but then that doesn't really make sense i suppose he could have done that from the beginning yeah never mind i don't know how did you take it claire i definitely felt like he fell in love with was it lynette lynette yeah i keep going to say lilette which is (laughs) not her name (laughs) um Yeah, I think that was, I think he definitely did. Well, I felt like he definitely fell in love with her. But yeah. there's some, I don't know, he, he just was so mean about Jackie when she was following them around, mm. which mm. in fairness was really creepy and weird and <laughs> she shouldn't have been doing it. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. Hmm. Oh, I thought that, yeah, I definitely saw that as, um, like, he, he was sort of acting like the, the big man saying, oh, don't let it spoil the holiday and mm. all of that. I, I thought for sure, oh, well, by the end, I thought for sure he was in on that. Maybe. Because that is a weird thing to say, isn't it? Yeah. As if a bloody complicated to... plot to <laughs> think up. Mm. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, great stuff. <laughs> Can I go through some of the things that I thought were a bit rubbish? Yes. Okay. Got to have the other side. Yes. First of all, the fact that you didn't spot the second bullet hole in the table. Hmm. That's just bad detective work. You should have seen that. <laughs> but I guess <laughs> yeah. he revealed that he did see it. But then, you know, hmm. you should the first thing you do is give a thorough inspection of the area. Yeah. Although I guess that wasn't the area where the murder happened, so maybe I can let them off. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he didn't think it was worth looking at. Mm. Yeah. Seems un <laughs> Anyway, number two, the fact that they bumped off Louise on the boat. Like, just wait until you get off the boat with the famous private detective who's scrutinising every move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> it's yeah, bad planning. Give her the money, wait a while, yeah. kill her and take it back. Hmm. But I guess if you're in the heat of the moment, you just yeah, murder, you, murder, murder. And you've got a gun on you, might as well. <laughs> Did they get complacent? Is that what happened? Maybe. Mm. They thought this, this murder business sure is easy. <laughs> <laughs> I think they were just afraid she would tell Poirot. No? Yeah. Oh, maybe, yeah. Oh, of course. Mm. But they were giving her the money? Huh. Yeah, no, you're right. That's not as much of a guarantee as being dead. Yeah, I suppose so. What <laughs> else was rubbish? You're only going to do it, be like, oh, well, I want my money back to spend <laughs> yeah. in prison. <laughs> um, just one other thing, which is that I don't understand why they didn't just put the snake in into Lynette's room. Uh, were yeah. they planning to do that or something and then they had it left over and decided to kill off Poirot? Yeah, Jackie said that, that Simon would have used the snake, which was a terrible idea. And I'm like, but nobody would have been able to prove that you put a poison snake in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Where did they get the snake in the Where first place? Where did they get the snake? Indeed. Indeed. Yeah, you smuggle it in in your luggage. Hmm. Oh, that's probably fairly easy to smuggle in, right? I think yeah, a snake, if you put it somewhere like dark and mm. confined, they just sort of go to sleep. And <clears throat> Still, snake. how the fuck do you get it out? And then 
Yeah. Mm. No thanks. Those are the only things. Yeah. Oh well. Maybe the fact so- that they confessed because I'm like, we can get a lawyer. They always confess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the slow clap. <laughs> I wondered when you'd get it, Air Cool. Yes, it was I. It was I all along. <laughs> it's like, I have no evidence, but I have a strong suspicion that this is the case. And then they go, oh, yeah. Also from reading the book, the amount of times where they just kill themselves at the end. No justice really? is ever served. They're always just top themselves immediately. And I'm like, yeah, thank you. You think Poirot would, be, <laughs> would catch on to this a bit. Okay, I was quite shocked when that happened. I thought they were going to end up being led away in handcuffs. Yeah, I was at shocked the next at first. Port. I was shocked at that but one. And then I start reading the books and you're like, they just always when will there be a guilty person who's not going to kill themselves <laughs> at the end? It's so like a Greek <laughs> tragedy where everyone has to die. Yeah, and, yeah okay. Uh, mm. Again, that's kind of kind of good or comforting in a way isn't it this sort of Mm. this is the structure of one of these novels and you have to work out who did it yeah it's it's Uh, not enough to be like they'll go on trial and probably get found guilty it's like you have to have immediate justice served within the scope of the book yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's quite good yeah (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. so was peter euston of poirot in any other films Yes, definitely. I haven't there seen them yet. There was a sort of there series was, of these. Uh, he did a few, I think. Um, okay. Let's have a wee Google. We, so can, uh, the we can talk about that. Wow. Hmm. Uh, oh, he, he only did three. He did Death on the Nile, Evil Under the Sun, and Appointment with Death. Trilogy. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Which is odd, because without knowing it, those are three of the ones that I've read. Ah, Maybe you've read the most famous ones? Must have, yeah, maybe. I I mean, I had no idea. I just picked them at random. Ah. Maybe subconsciously I knew they were the famous ones. Not bad. (laughs) Oh, maybe I'll read one of these. Yeah. If you're going to, read The Murder of Roger Ackroyd. Okay. We we can discuss it. I think they were, or most of them were, newspaper uh, serials, weren't they? Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah, I think they'd be in a daily newspaper for, you know, a month. Oh, that must have been brilliant. Yeah, you can imagine getting hooked in Mm. and wanting to read it. Ah, Brilliant stuff. Fantastic. She's right on the edge of public domain. I think we're going to get quite a few more over the next few Mm -hmm. years. I checked a a couple of years ago, and I think she had two novels in the public domain and then it hit 1922 or whatever the cutoff was. Um, but they've they've started entering again, so I guess we'll have a, a few more in the public domain soon. Brilliant. <laughs> and I can finally <laughs> I can finally publish my uh, Agatha Christie fan fiction I've been <laughs> keeping secret for so long. Um, <laughs> who do you think? Who would you cast us as? Oh, what yeah. a great get! Oh, someone get some shots in, and we can. <laughs> I could spend all night playing this game. We could do it for every film we've seen. Oh, this should be a new feature. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Who would okay? Oh. Right, uh, Laura. Oh, let me is... think. Let's just get the, who are the who are the bloody characters. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> 
Hmm. Who else is there? Who Claire as Jackie for sure. Do you think? What? Yeah. I don't know if it's the like shortish hair or something or the. <laughs> yeah, Claire, um, you've got short hair. You'd be Jackie. <laughs> just you. Oh, I can see you doing that. Just you've no. got this sort of. No. Mate, Claire as Maggie Smith. I uh, yeah. I, I want to be Miss Bowers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, you can have that. Michael Young is the French detective. Poirot. <laughs> the Belgian detective, <laughs> if you please, monsieur. <laughs> um, so, Fernando is, of course, uh, Betty Davis. That's <laughs> <laughs> surprising. But yes, I can see that. Um, and Laura's the eccentric author. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh, I'm pleased with that. Yeah, Laura's uh, Madame Salumé. <laughs> The passions of the flesh. <laughs> Wait, am I? <laughs> am I Miss Bowers because I'm mean and impatient for people? <laughs> because you're no nonsense. You get stuff done, and you, uh, yeah, don't don't worry too much about dressing like a girl. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You know that, or I'd like to be the doctor. Oh, the doctor was quite good. Yeah, I didn't mind the doctor. <laughs> Excellent. The people have spoken. How do you feel about Betty Davis, uh, Fernando? I could uh, recast you. I just cannot remember who Betty Davis is. Um... She's the old lady who's obsessed with the perils. <laughs> oh, yes. I think I'm her. Yes. And Maggie Smith is like, goes along with <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. She was good. Oh, please do. Yeah, Betty Davis. Great casting there. I uh, think you could make a case for Fernando as either Jim or the daughter, because they both had a kind of quiet vulnerability about them. The daughter? The daughter. Do you know um, who ended so up with Lomi's the communist? daughter? Yeah. yeah, we almost never heard her name. I can't remember her name. Mademoiselle. Rosalie? Rosalie, maybe. Was she Rosaline? Okay. But I just According don't know. Wikipedia, which I'm now looking at. I'm actually quite happy being Bet Davis. I think Betty Davis fits quite well, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Michael, uh, I might put you as the doctor. Bit of an oh. eccentric, but also kind of just getting on with it, getting stuff done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll I don't that. know, He's, though. I don't know. I've got, got messy hair as well. That would suit me. And maybe you're Simon. Who knows? <laughs> oh, <laughs> dashing. As a communist as well. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'll take the doctor. That, that mm. suits me. Mm. Um, so what was the link between this and oh, the yeah. last film? Good idea. Which, what was the last film? Drugstore Cowboy. Drugstore Cowboy. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> this is one of the more difficult ones, isn't it? They're they're so different. Hmm. Matt Dillon and Simon were actually the same person. Matt Dillon <laughs> and Simon were the same person, of course. But why? <laughs> They used, you know how Poirot was drugged. Mm-hmm. Ah, they no, that's the end of that. <laughs> Someone <laughs> took some drugs. There were Someone drugs in the film. <laughs> that's ter- That's our worst one yet. That's <laughs> pathetic. They had nothing. We finally found a film that had nothing in common. These were very film. different films for sure. They were both films. They were both. They were films. both films. <laughs> 
were they about <laughs> love that did not have the chance to flourish because of our circumstances? Yeah. Yeah, that's legit. Is it? Is it? You know how Jack and Simon's love never really reached its bloom? Yeah. They mm. collaborated, didn't they? They were they were lovers, mm. but they also kind of had a a highly dangerous and illegal job to do. That was Jackie yes. and Simon, yes. and an it was also uh, yeah the two in in drugstore cowboy, and the job that they were doing ended up uh, sort of brought them together, but also ended up tearing them apart in both mm. films. Mm. Yep. I'm happy with that. That means <laughs> we're not getting anything else. Like I'm going to take that. <laughs> uh, well, any closing thoughts for anyone? We haven't done symbolism, but we don't have time. So we'll just go with what Claire said earlier about Maggie Smith being coded as uh, homosexual. Yeah, brilliant. Yep. Um, yeah. Oh, thank you. The French detective was Jesus because he knew everything. He's a lizard. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah, perfect. of course. Yes, he was Jesus. I'm sure there's more to go on there. I mean, they were on the Nile, for God's sake. Maybe this was a Moses one. Not that he was on the Nile, but, you know. Oh, yeah. We're in Egypt. <laughs> did, did Moses have to cross the Nile at some point? No, that was the Red Sea. Oh, well, still, they're probably around the Nile. Yeah, amazing. Good stuff. Right, well, let's wrap this baby up. Yeah. <laughs> Is this the worst one yet? <laughs> this might be the worst episode we've ever done. This is not the worst episode. This is great. Uh, it was good. I enjoyed it. What was the worst episode? Uh, there was no worst episode. Uh, we've we're never pretty done a bad good, one. aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just they're looking all, through. They're all just more best than the other. <laughs> I'm looking through and trying to work out what the... Oh, I'm sure there was one that, we, that was just terrible. I had to try and cut it down. It just didn't work. Well, at least we've got the whole recording of this one, presumably. <laughs> Great. Bam. In and out. Podcast. Cue the music. Going to have to unplug my headphones let's again. Go. For you to <laughs> hear it. Unless somebody uh, else wants to do it, but no, let's no, do it. No, no. Just... Tradition. <laughs> I'm back. Good oh, lord. <laughs> <laughs> Life isn't perfect, my friends. I think the um the last thing to do is to ask Laura what film <gasps> she wants to watch. Oh my god, is it my turn? I believe so. Last? Oh, I'm so torn. I'm so terribly, terribly torn. Ah, oh, no. Seven. Ah. Do you want to make a snap decision or do you want to text us? Snap decision. Snap right. decision. Jason and the Argonauts. Jason, Jason and the Argonauts. Do you have a year? Um, 50s-ish. Okay. 1963. Yep, that sounds right. 